0: Hello and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible every year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday the 28th of December and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 4th of Tevet. This week our parashah which is the portion from the Torah, is called Vaigash, which means, he drew near. Today's reading will be Genesis 45, 19 through 27. Before we get into our readings, let's first take a moment to bless God and to thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth, and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son Yeshua the Messiah our master now you are commanded to do this take wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives and bring your father and come also Do not be concerned about your belongings, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Yosef gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh, and gave them provision for the way. He gave each one of them changes of clothing, but to Binyamin he gave the three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. And he sent the following to his father, Ten donkeys loaded with the good things of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and provision for his father by the way. So he sent his brothers away, and they departed, and he said to them, See that you do not quarrel on the way. They went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan, To Yaakov, their father, they told him, saying, Yosef is still alive, and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. His heart fainted, for he did not believe them. They told him all the words of Yosef which he had said to them. When he saw the wagons which Yosef had sent to carry him, the spirit of Yaakov, their father, revived. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, 45, verses 19 through 27. Today's portion from the prophets is 2 Samuel, that's Shmuel Bet, chapter 10 and chapter 11. It happened after this that the king of the children of Ammon died, and Hanun his son reigned in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanun, the son of Nahash, as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent by his servants to comfort him concerning his father. David's servants came into the land of the children of Ammon. But the princess of the children of Ammon said to Hanun their lord, Do you think that David honors your father in that he has sent comforters to you? Has David not sent his servants to you to search the city, to spy it out, and to overthrow it? Therefore, Hanun took David's servants, shaved off one half of their beards, and cut off their garments in the middle, even to their buttocks, and sent them away. When they told David this, he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly ashamed. The king said, Wait at Iricho until your beards have grown, and then return. When the children of Ammon saw that they had become odious to David, the children of Ammon sent and hired the Syrians of bet and the Syrians of Toba, 20,000 footmen, and the king of Maaca, with 1,000 men, and the men of Tov, 12,000 men. When David heard of it, he sent Yoav and all the army of the mighty men. The children of Ammon came out and put the battle in array at the entrance of the gate. The Syrians of Tsoba and of Rehov and the men of Tov and Machah were by themselves in the field. Now, when Yoav saw that the battle was set against him before and behind, he chose of all the choice men of Israel and put them in array against the Syrians. The rest of the people he committed into the hand of Avishai his brother, and he put them in array against the children of Ammon. And he said, If the Syrians are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the children of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will come and help you. Be courageous, and let us be strong for our people and for the cities of our God, and may the Lord do what seems good to him. So Joab and the people who were with him came near to the battle against the Syrians, and they fled before him. And when the children of Ammon saw that the Syrians had fled, they likewise fled before Avishai and entered into the city. Then Yoav returned from the children of Ammon and came to Jerusalem. When the Syrians saw that they were defeated by Israel, they gathered themselves together, Hadadezer sent, and brought out the Syrians who were beyond the river, and they came to Helam, with Shobach, the captain of the army of Hadadezel, at their head. When it was told David, he gathered all Israel together, passed over the Jordan, and came to Helam. The Syrians set themselves in array against David, and fought with him. And the Syrians fled before Israel. And David killed 700 charioteers of the Syrians and 40,000 horsemen and struck Shobach, the captain of their army, so that he died there. When all the kings who were servants to Hadadezer saw that they were defeated before Israel, they made peace with Israel and served them. So the Syrians were afraid to help the children of Ammon any more. It happened at the return of the year, at the time when kings go out, that David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the sons of Ammon and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem, and it came to pass at evening, when David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house, that from the roof he saw a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful to look at. And David sent and inquired after the woman. One said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, Uriah the Hittite's wife? David sent messengers and took her, and she came into him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness. And she returned to her house. The woman conceived, and she sent and told David and said, I am with child. Then David sent to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah had come to him, David asked him how Joab did, and how the people fared, and how the war prospered. David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. Uriah departed out of the king's house, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. When they had told David, saying, Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, have you not come from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? And Uriah said to David, The ark, Israel, and Judah, are staying in tents, and my lord Yoav and the servants of my lord are camped in the open field. Shall I then go into my house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. David said to Uriah Stay here today also and tomorrow I will let you depart So Uriah stayed in Jerusalem that day and the next day When David had called him he ate and drank before him and he made him drunk At evening he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of his lord but he did not go down to his house In the morning David wrote a letter to Yoav and sent it by the hand of Uriah. He wrote in the letter, saying, Send Uriah to the forefront of the hottest battle and retreat from him, that he may be struck and die. When Yoav kept watch on the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew that valiant men were. And the men of the city went out and fought with Yoav. Some of the people fell, even of David's servants, and Uriah the Hittite died also. Then Yoav sent and told David all the things concerning the war, and he commanded the messenger, saying, When you have finished telling all the things concerning the war to the king, it shall be that if the king's wrath arise, and he asks you, why did you go so near to the city to fight? Did you not know that they would shoot from the wall? Who struck Avimelech, the son of Yegubeshit? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died at the Tebets? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. So the messenger went and came and showed David all that Joab had sent him for. The messenger said to David, The men prevailed against us and came out to us into the field, and we were on them even to the entrance of the gate. The shooters shot at your servant from off the wall, and some of the king's servants are dead, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. Then David said to the messenger, Tell Yoav, do not let this thing displease you, for the sword devours one as well as another. Make your battle stronger against the city and overthrow it. Encourage him. When Uriah's wife heard that Uriah, her husband, was dead, she mourned for her husband. In the morning was passed, David sent and took her home to his house, and she became his wife, and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done was evil in the eyes of the Lord. That was Second Samuel chapters ten and eleven. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm eighty two and eighty three. A psalm by Asaf. God presides in the divine assembly. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. Defend the weak, the poor, and the fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the poor and needy. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. They do not know, neither do they understand. They walk back and forth in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are angelic creatures. All of you are sons of Elion." Nevertheless, you shall die like men and fall like one of the rulers. Arise, God, judge the earth, for you inherit all of the nations. A song, a psalm by Asaph. God, do not keep silent. Do not hold your peace, and do not be still, God. For behold, your enemies are stirred up. Those who hate you have lifted up their heads. They conspire with cunning against your people. They plot against your cherished ones. Come, they say, let us destroy them as a nation that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have conspired together with one mind. They form an alliance against you, the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Geval, Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tsu. Assyria also is joined with them. They have helped the children of Lot, Selah, do to them as you did to Midian, as to Sisra, as to Yavin at the river Kishon, who perished at Endor, who became as dung for the earth. Make their nobles like Orev and Ze'ev, yes, all their princes like Zeba and Salmuna, who said, let us make possession of the pasture lands of God. My God, make them like tumbleweed, Like chaff before the wind, as the fire that burns the forest, as the flame that sets the mountains on fire, so pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your storm. Fill their faces with confusion that they may seek your name, Lord. Let them be disappointed and dismayed forever. Yes, let them be confounded and perish that they may know that you alone, whose name is the Lord, are El Elyon over all the earth. That was Psalm, or Tehilim, 82 and 83. Today's portion from the Apostles is Luke chapter 7. After he had finished speaking in the hearing of the people, He entered into Kfar and a certain centurion's servant, who was dear to him, was sick and at the point of death. So when he heard about Yeshua, he sent to him Jewish elders, asking him to come and save his servant. And when they came to Yeshua, they begged him earnestly, saying, He is worthy for you to do this for him, for he loves our nation. And he built our synagogue for us. And Yeshua went with them. When he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. Therefore I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, having under myself soldiers. And I tell this one go, and he goes, and to another come, and he comes, and to my servant do this, and he does it. When Yeshua heard these things, he marveled at him, and turned and said to the multitude who followed him, I tell you, I have not found such great faith, no Not in Israel. And those who were sent, returning to the house, found that the servant who had been sick was well. And it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples, along with a great multitude, went with him. Now when he came near to the gate of the city, behold, one who was dead was carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And many people of the city were with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not cry. Then he came near and touched the coffin, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young men, I tell you, arise. And he who was dead sat up and began to speak and he gave him to his mother. Fear took hold of all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report went out concerning him in the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. Then the disciples of Yohanan told him about all these things. And Yohanan Calling to himself, two of his disciples sent them to Yeshua, saying, Are you the one who is coming, or should we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, Yohanan the Immerser has sent us to you, saying, Are you he who comes, or should we look for another? And in that hour he cured many of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and to many who were blind he gave sight. Yeshua answered them, Go, and tell Yochanan the things which you have seen and heard, that the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, those with Tsarat are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is he who finds no occasion for stumbling in me. When Yohanan's messengers had departed, he began to tell the multitudes about Yohanan. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are gorgeously dressed and live delicately are in king's courts. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and one who is more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I tell you, among those who are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than Yohanan the Immerser. Yet, he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people and the tax collectors heard this, they declared God to be just, having been immersed with Johanan's immersion. But the Pharisees and the Torah scholars rejected the counsel of God, not being immersed by him themselves. To what, then, should I compare the people of this generation What are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned, and you did not weep. For Yohanan the immerser came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a gluttonous man, and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Wisdom is justified by all her children. One of the Pharisees invited him to eat with him. He entered into the Pharisee's house and sat at the table. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that he was reclining in the Pharisee's house, "'brought an alabaster jar of ointment. "'Standing behind at his feet, weeping, "'she began to wet his feet with her tears, "'and she wiped them with the hair of her head, "'kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. "'Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, "'he said to himself, "'This man, if he were a prophet,' would have perceived who and what kind of woman this is who touches him, that she is a sinner. And Yeshua answered him, Shimon, I have something to tell you. And he said, Rabbi, say on. A certain lender had two debtors, the one owed five hundred denarii and the other fifty. When they could not pay, he forgave them both. Which of them therefore will love him most? Shimon answered and said, He, I suppose, to whom he forgave the most. And he said to him, You have judged correctly. Then turning to the woman, he said to Shimon, Do you see this woman? I entered into your house, and you gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but she since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore I tell you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. But one to whom little is forgiven loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven, And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in shalom. That was Luke 7, and it's the conclusion of our readings for this episode. However, if you are reading through the apostles twice this year, um, you will be reading Second Corinthians 6 today also. I pray that the scriptures were a blessing to you, an encouragement, and that they spoke to your heart today. I want to just give a little um, thank you to our Patreons, those who support this podcast. It is so, so encouraging to us, and I just wanted to give you... A big thank you to those of you who've been so kind to give generously towards our efforts and just really, really encourages us. If you wanted to find us online, you could find us on um, dailybreadmoms.com. You could email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram at dailybreadmoms. Um, That was a lot, but... I also just wanted to end by um, making the little announcement of the version of the Bible that we're reading from. I get this question quite frequently. It is the New Jerusalem Version by Hineni Publishers in Holland. And if you wanted to order, they've been kind enough to offer our listeners a discount code um, at no profit to us or anything like that just a discount for you and the discount code is dbm10 so if you're interested in getting the bible the new jerusalem version from hineni publishers in holland you can get that discount Alright, that's enough from me. I hope you have a great day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.